Hi, it's Tuesday, and this is Allegra with your weekly dose of modern life. Healthier, easier, more fun. On today's show, I'm going to talk about how life is a lemonade stand. Then we're going to talk to my good friend Christine Keegan, who's going to be a recurring guest on the show. And then I'm going to give you a fun, easy tip to bring lemons into your life in a really healthy and easy way. All this and more after this brief musical interlude. See you after the tunes. We're back. Now, a quick note before I talk about life as a lemonade stand. If you are interested in sending in questions for me or any of my guests, you can do so at hello at allegraramos.com. So send an email to hello at A-L-E-G-R-E-R-A-M-O-S.com. I know most people listen to my podcast through either Google or iTunes. However, if you download the free app Anchor FM, you can actually call in to my show, which means you leave me a voicemail and I can play it on the air, which is really fun and cool. And you can also send me emails through Anchor FM. So there are many ways to get in touch, and there you go. Now, why is life a lemonade stand? Well, for a brief time towards the end of college, I worked at a really, really high-volume restaurant. And as a new server, I had no seniority. Therefore, I had to work every single holiday that came up, which included working Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve, and New Year's Day. So literally, I worked New Year's Eve. I got off, I think, at 2 a.m., and then I had to go back for brunch the next day. Now, I could have been really pissed off about this. I mean, it seems a little unfair, right, to work New Year's Eve and New Year's Day? But I decided, and I remember having this decision in my mind saying, I'm going to make lemonade out of these lemons. And I got extra dolled up for my New Year's Eve shift. I remember putting a butterfly clip in my hair, this cool Art Deco butterfly clip that I still have. I put it in my hair like it had just landed there. And I was just the perkiest, nicest server anyone had ever had on New Year's Eve. And because of that, as you can imagine, my tips were through the roof, especially because some of the servers instead of doing like I did and making lemonade, chose to have really crappy attitudes <laughs> and it showed up in their tips as well. So here's the thing about life. My life has not turned out the way I expected. And I'm guessing that for the vast majority of humans, that's the case. It, and it's the case because there are just too many variables to be able to correctly predict what one's life is going to look like. Unless Unless you keep it really simple and all you do is just go to school and, you know, pick a simple job. You know, if you have this straight path, maybe it'll be easy. But there's always going to be variables, relationships, children, etc. So by and large, life, it's difficult to plan out life piece by piece. That being said, I love my life. I wake up every morning with an incredible sense of gratitude for the people in my life, for the things that I get to do, for everything that I'm learning and experiencing. And that's because I know that no matter what is handed to me, I'm going to make lemonade out of it. So life is about taking whatever you're handed and making the best out of it. Taking those lemons 
and turning them into lemonade. Because you can't control what happens to you, but what you can do is control how you react to it and how you respond to it. So next time life hands you lemons, think to yourself, how can I turn these lemons into lemonade? And I promise you that you will be much happier because of it. Coming up next, you'll meet my friend Christine Keegan, and then I'll give you a quick tip on how to bring lemons into your life in a really healthy way after this musical interlude. Hello, listeners. Welcome to 2018, and I have my good friend Christine Keegan on with me. Hi from Texas. Now, as I promised you at the end of 2017, I was going to be introducing some reoccurring characters to my podcast, and Christine is one of them. Now, I just want to give you some background on why I chose Christine. First of all, Christine and I have known each other for almost forever, not, not technically Basically. forever. We weren't born together, but we met in eighth grade, Oy. Oy. and so we've known each other over 30 years at this point. So one of the things that we can speak to are longtime female friendships, right? Because your family, you can't choose them, but your friends, you can choose. However, friendships are not without difficulties, especially if they are long distance friendship, which Christine and I are now again. That's right. <laughs> not that I'm bitter about it or anything, but it's all your fault. But we both had long term female friendships with women that we would consider among our closest friends who it's, it's almost like they break up with you, right? Yeah. It's brutal. <laughs> yeah. We've, we've had this happen a couple of times. And so we can speak to that. But another thing we can speak to is Christine's professional background. So Christine has been a very high ranking HR professional for big companies, including the Walt Disney company. And so Christine, what do you feel like you can speak to in regards to that? Well, it would probably be good for your listeners to know that I've not only been in the workplace for, gosh, over 20 years, but my, uh, my degree is in psychology. And so I've always had an interest on in the personal side of what's going on with people, um, not just in the workplace, but, you know, frankly, friends and acquaintances. And so I'm comfortable and think that um, I can offer some value if people have questions not only about work, um, but about anything that's going on with them personally. And now that I'm a mom, um, I think that that's an area I'm comfortable diving into as well. And just to give some background, so when you're talking about personnel issues, you and I shot a video, which people can watch at youtube.com slash Allegra Ramos, about resumes. Maybe you could give a tip mm -hmm. here. From that video? Absolutely. Yeah, definitely check out Allegra's video because I think there's probably at least three or four tips there, but but one that I can speak to because I think it, it resonates even more so than when we recorded that video is really tailoring your resume for each specific job that you're applying uh, for. And what I mean by that is using some keywords that are in the job description, using it in your resume. Uh, what's happening now is that you, you just have uh, applicant uh, software that is reading resumes. And so if your resume doesn't contain some of those keywords, um, it's possible that you won't even be considered for the opportunity. Right. What an amazing tip. 
So she can speak to those sorts of things, but she's also one of the most diplomatic people I know in my entire life. And whenever I have something that I need to phrase just right, I will run it by Christine. And so if you have questions for Christine related to either of those areas, you can email them to me at hello at AllegraRamos.com. However, I know most of you listen through some sort of podcasting service like Apple or Google. However, if you download the Anchor FM app, there's this really cool feature where you can do a call-in. So you can call in and ask a question by leaving a voicemail message, and I can play it in the podcast. You can also email me through Anchor FM. Now, there are some other things that I, other reasons why I wanted you to be a part of this conversation. You have gone through a couple of really big life changes recently that I think probably resonate with other people listening. So one of them is that, as I mentioned before, you left me. <laughs> you talking about the first time or the second time? Well, go ahead. Tell, tell them about both times. Just stab me in the heart sure. again. <laughs> so, um, as most of you know, in, in 92, just after the Los Angeles riots happened, um, that was my first big move, uh, leaving California where I was born and raised to go to Oklahoma with my family. And, uh, subsequently I went to the university of Tulsa and that's where I ended up graduating and working. Then I came back to Los Angeles and some 17 years later, um, after being married and buying a home and having children, uh, we actually left Los Angeles again for a huge lifestyle change uh, to come to Texas. So we're just outside of Dallas, Texas. And so you have two children. Tell us how old they are. I do. So my girl is three and I have a son and he is 17 months. And, and up until less than a year ago, you were mm -hmm. full-time working professional as well as being mom. That's right. And, yeah, yeah. And you guys didn't just move to Texas because of an opportunity. You also moved because you had run the cost-benefit analysis of staying in Los Angeles with two incomes versus going to Texas with one income, right? That's right. It's just, um, you know, we could stretch that dollar and we could also, um, you know, we're both uh, advocates of public school and uh, there's some great public schools out here in the suburbs um, of Dallas. And so it was an opportunity and uh, a privilege that I was able to take advantage of being home with my kids. And, you know, after 20 years of being in the workplace, um, that's a difficult decision personally. I think that as much as being home with our children is such a wonderful opportunity, leaving the workplace and that identity and frankly, that income um, is, is a huge transition to go through. Yeah. And that was something I advised you about, right? Because that's right. When you go from being married, even even if you have a husband who is, you know, a 50-50 partner in terms of raising the children, etc., when you go from making half or even more than half of the household income to a much lower amount or even zero, there's a surprising change in the power dynamic, right? 
That's right. Um, you know, look, I think that if I were, you know, the sole breadwinner, I would also want to be consulted on purchases. But I have to tell you, it's a weird position to be in. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's I have to be honest. <laughs> yeah. So we'll just make sure our husbands don't listen to the podcast so we can speak frankly right. about this. But but the other thing, too, is that I feel that part of the change in identity, the the loss of prestige, right? Because there's a loss mm -hmm. of prestige. Mm -hmm. People suddenly look at you like, oh, you were this high earning professional and now you're mostly a mom. Like right. as if that was a crazy choice, right? But I feel like a lot of that speaks to the lack of valuing of, well, we could say motherhood, but I know many men who are primary caregivers. So let's just mm -hmm. say parenting, right? The lack of valuing okay. of parenting that our culture has. And the fact that, so that drives me crazy because parents are raising America's future. If you want right. an educated, engaged, self-aware citizenry, then you need to invest in parents. And it's really a big part. You can hear the passion in my voice. It's really a big part of why I have this podcast is to have this conversation about, you know, people are wondering why America might be falling behind in different areas. Well, it's partially because we're falling behind in supporting our parents and especially our right. single parents, mm -hmm. right? Because there yeah. are so many single parents nowadays. And so I, well, and I think, uh, uh, sorry to interrupt Allegra, but one thing I just wanted to talk about is I think that you'll also find as we're talking with more of your listeners is that we love to talk about how we support people who stay at home, but I don't see a lot of tools that we can tap into and it's whether or it, maybe it's because I don't know that they're there. But one of the things that I'm really excited about with this podcast is sharing those tools and tapping into them, because I think that that's really key in making this journey a success. Yeah. And in some cases, they're not there. I don't know if you know this, but the U.S. is one of only two industrialized countries that doesn't have federally funded parental leave. Ah, OK. And so some of the tools aren't there, but I also think some of the tools are cultural I personally make it part of my duty to help any single family parents that I know of in any way I can, you know, whether that is with additional childcare, you know, because I just know it's harder when you don't have a partner that you can have watch the kids so that you can take off and do whatever you need to do. So, mm -hmm. so, That's right. so those are some of the things that we can talk about the HR side of it, the long-term female friendships, the change in identity and prestige from leaving a full-time job to becoming a full-time parent, uh, how, to, how to maintain your sanity being a full-time parent, <laughs> and, um, and also this conversation about parenting in America and how it can be valued. Oh, and sorry, and also the cost-benefit analysis of moving a long distance in order to stretch Absolutely. your dollar. Because that's... I, I would love, love to talk about that with your listeners. Yeah, and that's not... That seems to be kind of a movement. I mean, I personally know about 10 families who've made a move similar to yours. And I know about six who've moved specifically to Texas. Mm -hmm. So this is something that's going on. So feel free to email us. As I mentioned before, you can email me at hello at AllegraRamos.com. Or if you download the Anchor app, you can do a call in or email me through the Anchor FM app. Thanks so much. You'll be hearing from Christine about once a month. So send in your questions. Thanks, Christine. Bye, guys. Thank you. Coming up next, a quick tip on how to add lemons into your life in a healthy, easy way. After the tunes. 
We're back. And now for my tip on lemons. Today is just a lemon themed show. I guess there was no getting away from it once I decided to talk about lemonade stands. I just had to keep going with lemons. For many, many years, I have drunk warm water with lemon juice in it. A couple of years ago, I became aware of this idea that I just thought was brilliant, which is to freeze lemons and then to grate them up and add warm water so that you can eat more of the lemon. Now, why would you want to do this? The reason why is that the peel of the lemon has a lot of great components in it, essential oils such as limonene, and then the pith, which is that white spongy area in between the peel of the lemon and the fruit of the lemon, also has a lot of benefits, but it tends to be really bitter when you try and eat it straight. So the nice thing about doing this to lemons, which is freezing them and then grating them and then adding water and drinking it, is that there's no waste. You use up the entire part of the lemon and it doesn't taste bitter. It's not hard to chew or anything like that. It's just really nice and flaky. You swallow it without even noticing. It's fantastic. Now, why would you want to do this? Well, the reason why I thought it was a great idea was I knew that there were a lot of beneficial chemicals, natural chemicals, in the lemon peel and the pith. However, I had seen some email going around saying how if you did this, it was seen to be really anti-cancer because the lemon peel was 10,000 times stronger than chemotherapy. Okay, well, guess what? That's not exactly true. However, I did my own research and one of the places I love to go whenever I hear something that just sounds too good to be true or doesn't have a verified source is Snopes. Snopes.com. S-N-O-P-E-S.com. Definitely check it out. And Snopes is really great because what they do is they debunk a lot of things that you hear on the internet. So before you hit forward or before you post something on Facebook that you do not know to be true for yourself, check out Snopes because they have debunked just about everything that I have looked for. So I went there to look up this lemon thing and what it said was that while the t you know while lemon being 10,000 times stronger than chemotherapy has not been proved there have been a lot of studies about the benefits of lemon lemon peel etc cetera, etc cetera. so right now it's lemon season winter is lemon season they're really inexpensive right now so go to the farmers market or the market or raid your friend or family member's tree and throw them in a freezer it's a great way to save them it's also a great way to save them in the summertime cuz i know for me Lemons go bad really quickly because it's so warm where I live. Whereas if I put them in the freezer, I'm guaranteed not to lose a lemon. Now, one quick tip, I do want to make sure that you buy organic lemons because it's really important when you're eating the peel of a fruit that it not be sprayed with pesticides because that's going straight into your body. So make sure that your lemons are organic. Okay, so great, easy, quick tip for more health in your life with lemons. Thanks for tuning in today. If you thought my show was fun or useful, please let me know by sending me a tip through Patreon. That is p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash Allegra Ramos, A-L-E-G-R-E-R-A-M-O-S. I am really looking forward to the day when I have 500 patrons on Patreon because when that happens, I'm going to be able to hire an editor and just spend even more time doing more podcasts, which hopefully you're all loving. And I will see you next Tuesday for your weekly dose of modern life, healthier, easier, more fun. We'll be talking to my friend, serial entrepreneur, Kalika Yap, who is amazing. She is my go-to person when I want to learn something or have a question about a technology. She's, she's just such a powerhouse. You're going to love her. And subscribe to my podcast. You can listen on Google or iTunes or any other podcast 
service that you like. And if you want to submit questions, do so at hello at allegroramos.com. Thanks for tuning in and I'll talk to you next week.